Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 64. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared, because it's all yours for the taking, I know. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, Principal from Skytook High School and host of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. Thanks for listening this week. I want to talk this week about five end-of-the-school-year tips. If you'd like more free resources like this one, you can check out other blog posts and podcast episodes at my website at williamdparker.com. If you'd like to subscribe for free weekly updates, you can do so there, and I'll send you a free ebook called Eight Hats Essential Roles for School Leaders. Or you can check out my book, Principal Matters The Motivation, Action, Teamwork Needed for School Leaders at my website or at Amazon.com. You know, during my daughter's first year in high school, I would like to go out to our local Lake Dam spillway uh, to meet her teammates for a weekend track workout. It was fantastic to see these kids preparing uh, for their season. And when they would run the spillway, there was this long incline that they would run up and down. And normally they would have a handkerchief with them that was they ran up, they would drop it. And when they came back down, they would try to meet that goal or surpass it the next time. Um, On this one particular morning, after about 20 minutes of warm-up running on the grassy path to the spillway and back, they lined up for these drills, and these included 12 sprints up that intimidatingly steep grassy incline, and it was a way for them to practice increasing their speed. It was also a lot of fun uh, to watch these students working hard and pushing themselves, and I can remember that as they neared about their 10th sprint drill, you could see their legs begin shaking, their shirts lined with sweat, their chests heaving with each breath. And their movement was a mass of pumping arms and kicking legs up that hill, kids bending over to catch their breath, and standing up again before making the climb down to run the hill again. And I can still remember one upperclassman who was known for his excellence in running because he was talking to himself as he was going up and down this hill. And I could hear him say, I'm going to break the school record. This is where I come to become great. This is where I come to become great. And his voice was echoing off that grassy hill and his teammates were laughing and gasping for breath or just ignoring him. But he stood at the top of that hill after one of those inclines and lifted his arms in the air and yelled, this is where I come to become great. This is where I come to become great. And I just remember laughing. You know, I also had a perspective check as I was watching these workouts because This is the time of the year in school, if you're listening to this at the time of its recording in May, where I'm reminded that we have almost reached the end of our school year race. And when we start to see this season of school coming upon us, it's a lot different than the season we began with when school was fresh and new. Can you remember back to the beginning of the school year when we were fresh and eager and warmed up and ready to run? That first surge at the starting bell was exhilarating as we began that new school year. But as we turn the corner of our school year track and we begin to feel the strain of our intellectual or even physical muscles being pushed to their limits, 
this is the time of year when we're beginning to gasp for breath. And if we're lucky, we can catch the glimpse of a finish line as we're praying for relief. So I don't know if you're like me, but this is the time of the year where you are entering your final stride. And I remember one day talking to our high school track coach who told me that runners often ignore important facts that can make them successful competitors other than just their natural ability. And he was talking to me about things like healthy food choices, solid sleep patterns, smart warm-up and cool-down routines, uh, using correct techniques, proper hydration. All of these play big roles in helping his runners finish strong. And so, of course, I've been thinking about this as I'm looking at this final stretch of our school year. And maybe if you're like me, you're beginning to feel the edge of fatigue, or maybe you've already been walking in that fatigue for quite a while now as you look down the road to see the finish of school. Or maybe you're just as exhilarated as when you began your school year. But my guess is that each of us, if we were sharing, would have some things in common about the stress that we feel in this crunch time. And so today I just wanted to offer a little bit of advice that might help, that might help enhance our abilities to finish strong, just like a good track coach enhances his or her runner's abilities to finish strong too. So I just want to give you what I consider five quick tips on ways that I try to think through the end of my school year and some practices that we're using right now in my school that might be helpful in your own practice. So let me just dive right in. Number one, try to maintain solid routines, even when you may begin to be tempted to coast. Now, I know that goes without saying, but I just want you to think back to the routines and expectations and strategies that you implemented at the start of the year. Ask yourself this question, how are these still important? How are they still relevant? And how are they still essential? Let me give you an example. For me, one of those is one of my main goals at the beginning of the year was to be present and visible because being present and visible is a small gesture, but it's one that's easy to replace with meetings or other important to do's. And I know that my students need to see my visibility just as much now as they did at the start of the school year. So one of the things that I'm trying to remind myself of as I step into these last four weeks of school for us, this last month, is to be motivated to maintain that goal of visibility. And I'll be honest that I've not been as strong in that goal second semester as I was first. And so I just want to pull that out as, a, as an example in my own practice where I need to recommit to that goal. And I want to ask you the same question. What's one of those relevant, essential, important goals that you set for yourself? Are you practicing it? And how can you re-engage with it here as you finish up school? Number two, encourage healthy day-to-day -day choices when you could easily ignore priorities. You know, for me, following up on parent phone calls or filing reports on time or staying up to date on signing requisitions or having tough conversations that I would rather avoid. These are important things now, just as they were at the beginning of the school year. And so keeping those healthy day-to-day -day choices is important because no matter how much time we have left here at the beginning, at the end of our school year, each of us still has important responsibilities that we need to be accomplishing. It's just as important now for the integrity and support and the progress of our school at the end of the school year as they were at the beginning. So think about your your list of to-dos, and try not to ignore those big tasks that would be easy to put off. Number three, stay the course even as you feel the pull of fatigue calling you to slow down. Now, I know that there are some tough decisions or tasks that have to be completed before wrapping up the last leg of a school year. And so, so what are some of the priorities that you set early in the year that you could still apply now? 
And on a personal level, what are some of the ways that you're still caring for your body and your mind and your soul so that you can be a resource to the people in your building? Stay the course, not just with your school tasks, but stay the course with your own personal goals too. I'll give you another for instance. This morning was an early morning for me, and in my personal routine is to make sure that at least three times a week I'm heading outside um, before I, right when I get up before school begins and uh, having time to exercise. And so, so for me, maintaining that healthy exercise routine gives me more energy so that I can serve my school well too. That's just one example of how I'm trying to stay the course in my own personal choices, even as I feel the pull of fatigue calling me to slow down here at the end of the school year. Number four, here's a practical tip that I think would be important for keeping your mind wrapped around all of the to-dos that you have. And so number four is share out your end of the school year calendar in summary form. Now, this is something that we do when we get to the last four weeks of school. We put together a calendar for teachers that details every activity scheduled for the final four weeks of school, and we just list them out. They can look at our activity calendar, or they can go on and look at the specific sports and activities pages of different sponsors and coaches, but we put it all together in one place so that everyone can see exactly what's coming up each day, when our class meetings are, when our sports events are scheduled, when our assemblies are scheduled, when senior assemblies are scheduled, For because I'm at high school. So we, we keep this list in front of us every day so that we know as we're making decisions, what's coming up next, and what we don't want to conflict with in our schedule. In addition, um, our superintendent office sends out a checklist for the end of the year with deadlines. And so we keep that in front of us too, so we're not missing out on the last day to submit POs for spending for the year, or the last days to submit a requisition for a field trip, or the last days that that, uh, that we could be traveling with kids. And so those are important deadlines to keep right in front of us. And we share those out so that the last month of school, all of us are playing from the same playbook. These kinds of calendars and checklists are just great ways to keep a grip on the many to-do that you'll manage in these final weeks. And I can't tell you how how helpful it is for me just to tape those right in front of my desk area so that I can keep an eye on those. And then the last tip, number five, compile and share a final to-do list for the closing out of your summer. Now, if you're like me, I'm in a school that after my teachers are closing out the year, my students finish school, our teachers check out, I still have usually 10 days with my office staff to close out the year for things like report cards and gathering data or making sure that we've compiled lists or sending letters. And so I put together a Google Doc at the end of each school year so that as we close out the summer, there's a list of about 40 items that we need to be managing together to get the year closed out and to be ready for the the coming school year. Everything from hiring to report gathering. And so I'll share a link to that example in the post that accompanies today's podcast on my website, but you can check that out if you want to see an example of ours. But again, these kinds of lists provide practical ways to wrap your mind around those stressful things that can begin to weigh on you as you're trying to finish out the year with lots of things to accomplish. So let's wrap this conversation up this week. You know, no matter whether you are finishing your season of school or maybe it's your season in sport or maybe you're on a different calendar than I am and so you are in a different season, but staying focused on your goals always helps us to finish stronger. And just like that young man who was shouting motivations to himself on that hill in track practice, 
we can stay focused too, realizing that the hard times are what actually sometimes prepare us to do better in the middle of the competition. And I can remember that young man specifically because after watching him stand on that hill and make that prediction uh, as we made it to state track events that year, he actually, number one, he set a new school record in our 100-yard dash, but number two, he earned a gold medal uh, in long jump that year. And so I have to believe that his grueling workout on that grassy hill played a huge part in him breaking those new records. But I also believe that his attitude on that hill was really what made him a winner. So as you're facing your climb over the final weeks of school, instead of dreading the strain, let me just encourage you to keep thinking about which goals you still want to accomplish. Give yourself permission to think about how much you're going to enjoy summer vacation. But as you do, accept that these challenging last few weeks are a lot easier to accomplish with the right mindset. So when you are holding on to those healthy routines, when you're keeping up those important goals that you've set for yourself, when you're sharing out good lists and calendars with others, those are ways that you can keep yourself from being pulled by the fatigue and keep yourself focused for finishing strong. So now it's your turn. What are some of the other end-of-year strategies that you're using to keep yourself or your students or your team motivated? And what are some ways that you're communicating out your deadlines and your calendars with your teachers and students and parents? Because as we're leading schools, leading them to finish is just as important as how we lead them to start. I hope that's been helpful. If it has, please share it out with other folks that might benefit from the conversations that we're having in today's podcast. And I'd like to encourage you that if this has been helpful to check out other posts at my website at williamdparker.com. You can sign up for free weekly updates there. And when you do so, I'll send you a free ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Rules for School Leaders. Or you can check out my book, The Motiv- uh, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Action, and Courage, and Teamwork Needed for School Leaders at my website or at Amazon.com. Until next time, I hope that you continue to lead strong. Thanks for being a school leader because what you do matters. And I'll talk to you soon. You're made for